it's me, your boy, Stu Uh, with me as always, most of the time, nobody. Thank you, nobody. And AKA, nobody is Sadie Dog. Sadie Dog always comes and sits by me when it's podcast time. Don't know why she does it. It's like she knows, though. It's innate in her. She's like, oh, God, Dad's going to fucking start yelling. And uh, maybe be funny. Probably not. I better go sit by him. Give him some support. I appreciate it. Sadie, thank you for your support. Speaking of support... Uh, I would like to thank uh, the several Patreon people, uh, Patreon listeners, who reached out to me after last night's podcast. Um, it was very, very nice of all of you uh, who who offered your support, and uh, I, I appreciate that. So thank you very much. Uh, maybe that's the reason why you should uh, subscribe to the Patreon. Because you will find out that I uh, I rant and rave tremendously on that as well. Constant swearing, occasionally funny. Uh, for those who've never listened to this podcast, uh, it is me, your boy, Stu McAllister. I am the host. And uh, essentially this podcast is me ranting and raving about whatever. Good portion of the time it's just the shit happening in my life. And then uh, shit going on in the world today. So first and foremost, though, I would like to say congratulations to Coors Banquet. Coors Banquet is the official winner of the Elemental Podcast Beer Bracket. It uh, it went through. We did 32 beers. We will it down to the final two Coors Banquet and Founders. And with 55% of the vote, Coors Banquet takes it. Graham Van Baccarino will not need to troll people. He is ecstatic. He is probably drunk right now on a Coors Banquet. If anyone uh, from Coors is listening, which I by that I mean nobody, but if anyone from Coors is listening and would like to sponsor this podcast, uh, I'm very fucking cheap, and I, I do appreciate it. So thank thank you. Thank you so much. So there we go. Uh, we'll do another bracket probably uh, later in the spring, early summer. We'll do another one. Give me time to think about shit. And, uh, and, and, and there you fucking go. That'll be good. I like the brackets. I like it when people vote. I uh, try to tag whoever's in the brackets in it to get them to respond uh, the there was only one beer that responded out of the 32, and it was like uh, Michelob Ultra, which lost in the first round anyway. I think it was Michelob Ultra versus Michelob Light, and Michelob Light won. And they didn't retweet or anything. They just responded. And they're like, oh, this should be a good one. Yes, Michelob, it, it should have been a good one. It could have been a better one. If you fuckers had retweeted it, but you didn't. And that's why you lost, you sons of bitches. I am amazed, though, at how many uh, followers or whatever uh, fucking founders has. Um, Comparatively, you would think, okay, Coors Banquet probably got a lot of followers. Founders 
got a lot of followers. Founders has 182,000 followers. Holy shit. And uh, Coors Banquet has 1,476. That's it. God damn. You would have thought a uh, national chain like Coors, they'd have a whole lot fucking more followers. I would have thought that they would have had like at least 20,000. I have more followers than Coors Banquet. That's ridiculous. And Founders, um, Founders has had a lot of problems recently with uh, racism in the workplace or being accused of uh, racist behavior. The lady that they had hired to run the, like their diversity training uh, department, she quit due to frustrations within the company. This was all within like the last year or so. And uh, I will always remember many, many years ago, Founders was going to put on this concert. They do this thing, Founders Fest, where they have a, a whole bunch of bands come out and play in front of their brewery. And uh, it, it's very popular in the community. Hell, Founders in general is very popular in the community. I'm not going to lie. But uh, Founders, when they were still kind of small, they weren't, they weren't as big as they are now. They were going to do this concert, and the proceeds from the concert were going to go to Planned Parenthood, which, uh, in my eyes, is a very good charitable organization to donate to. They, they do a lot of positive things in the community. If you want to argue with me, fine, whatever. I, I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm going to disagree with you. You can disagree with me. That's cool. I'm going to disagree with you. I do also realize that uh, Planned Parenthood can be a very controversial organization. Uh, it, stir, it stirs up a lot of emotions, uh, either positively or negatively with people. And in this community in which I currently live, Grand Rapids, West Michigan, is a hotbed of religious conservatism, political conservatism. It's, it's just how it is. And there was a lot of backlash towards founders. Uh, there was going to be protests and uh, boycotts if they if they were to uh, uh, you know go forth with Planned Parenthood as as being the charity that would receive funds from the concert. So uh, being the bunch of pussy ass motherfuckers that they are over at founders, they caved, and uh, Planned Parenthood was given the boot. I don't recall what charity was going to take Planned Parenthood's place, um, and that's not really the problem that I have. The problem that I have is that they chose Planned Parenthood as if they were just drawing names out of a hat. I mean, they easily could have chosen uh, Crash's Landing, the Red Cross, uh, Mel Trotter uh, Mission. They could have pulled any of those charities out of the hat and be like, ah, let's donate to these fuckers. As if they'd had no fucking clue what Planned Parenthood does and the kind of reaction that it can elicit from people. And so when they when they made the stand of like, yes, we're going to do this, we're going Planned Parenthood is going to be the charity. I was like, oh fuck. They did some due diligence and they were like, yeah, we still believe in this cause. We're gonna go forth and this is what we're gonna do. But they pussied out. And that's where they, I lost total respect for them. Because I also feel like the people who were going to boycott founders were probably people who weren't fucking drinking anyway. These are the people 
the same kind of fucks who don't want you mowing your lawn on Sunday. Sunday's the day you go out, mow your lawn, and you fucking pound a beer or two when you're done. That's what Sundays are for. It's for mowing your lawn, watching football, and getting drunk because you fucking don't want to go to work on Monday. That's it. So when founders pussyfooted out, fuck them. So I've done my best to kind of avoid them. I mean, every once in a while, you'll still fucking have... Their beer is good. I cannot lie. Their beer is fucking good. It's very crafty beer. But uh, I voted for Coors Banquet. Can't lie. I voted for Coors Banquet. So there you go. Uh, kudos to Coors. Kudos to you if you voted for Coors. 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 Everybody loves Coors. So uh, this morning I woke up and I saw that uh, there was a hullabaloo in my hometown of Buffalo, New York, uh, I had seen a tweet or maybe a Facebook post from the good old Buffalo Sabres. I think the worst fucking team in hockey right now. They are god-awful, and they've been awful a fucking very long time. But uh, th they were commenting on a radio announcer who apparently works for them in some capacity. I I I'm not exactly sure because they didn't necessarily comment on that, but they basically said, uh, we, we do not tolerate racism in any kind of capacity. This person is no longer employed by the Buffalo Sabres. And they're like, oh, fuck, I have missed some shit. So I didn't, I didn't really Google it or anything. But uh, my buddy Eric Zane called me today. For those who don't know, Eric Zane is the host of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, it's every Monday through Friday, the freebies, and then he also does a Patreon Monday through Friday. So he'll he'll call me every now and then, and so he knew that I was from Buffalo, and he'll call me on Buffalo-related things. Sadly, whenever there seems to be something out of Buffalo, it's always shit. And so he called me, and he's talking to me about it, and he told me the name of the guy who said the dumb shit. And I was like, oh, fuck, I know that guy. It is a Rob Lederman. And Rob Lederman is a, a he's a comedian from Buffalo. Uh, he owns a Rob's Comedy Playhouse, which is a, a comedy club that's been in Buffalo forever. It's changed locations a bunch, but it's currently sitting in the back room of Dandelion's uh, restaurant. And they do shows uh, on Saturdays and maybe on Fridays too, but I know Saturdays for sure. I have never actually worked Rob's. I've tried to get into Rob's. It's just never worked out. I have done some guest spots there. And the guest spots always went well. And I was always able to bring people. I'm like, why, why the fuck am I not working your goddamn room, Rob? I, I've seen your fucking calendar. I easily fit in with these fucks. It's not like you're bringing in huge fucking names. You have a room that sits like a hundred people. I can fucking get a hundred people to come see me, you fucking idiot. But anyway, Rob has his uh, fingers in a whole lot of things. Cause I don't, I don't know what Rob's career was like. Uh, he was one of these old school dudes. I think he probably started in the eighties. When anyone uh, who fucking owned a joke book and could fucking remember them 
could get on stage and fucking destroy. The early days of stand-up comedy in that capacity in the 80s, the boom, as you'll hear, uh, I'll say were shit. Because this was all pre-internet days. It was all pre-VHS like uh, VHS shit. You're recording stuff. There was no internet. There was no Netflix. There wasn't all of these late night shows that you could get a spot on. It was pretty much like if you got a spot on Johnny Carson, you fucking, you were set for life. It changed your life. There's, there's nothing like that today because there's so much. I always heard stories too about guys who, um, they had the same act and one guy worked east of the Mississippi and another guy worked west of the Mississippi and they had the same fucking act and I 100% believe it. It could be bullshit, but sadly I think like, yeah, that fucking, that checks out. That kind of horseshit story checks the fuck out. And, uh, I, again, I'm all bringing it up because uh, I have seen Rob perform stand-up. Rob, Rob is not very good. He's just not. He would want to do improv with people, too. He'd bring people up from the fucking audience and do improv. It was just very awful. And I'm like, okay, I get it, Rob. You own the comedy club. You've been doing comedy since the 80s. You've been doing comedy 40 fucking years or whatever. Good for fucking you. It doesn't mean you're fucking good. But he is hometown hero in Buffalo. And uh, he had been a part of the morning show on 97 Rock. He used to be with uh, Snorton Norton. And I guess Norton left and they brought in this other guy, fucking Bull, because they called the Morning Bull Show. And he, you know, he's like, I don't know if he's second banana or if he's third banana. But he's on the show. And uh, I guess yesterday, for whatever fucking reason, they were talking about how they like to serve their toast. You know, in the morning, you, you get your white bread, you eat your wheat bread, you put it in the toaster, you toast it, and then you put butter on it, and you eat it, and there you go. And uh, apparently... Uh, because Rob Lederman is just not a funny guy, he took the comparison of Toast to uh, how he liked the shades of darkness on Toast. He compared it to skin tone of famous women. Uh, so, you know, when you're toasting things, you're, you're burning it, so it's clearly going to be darker women. Apparently, he compared it to uh, Serena Williams. And he said, I like it a little lighter, like Halle Berry. And you're just like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? And in my brain, I'm like going, okay, let's take out all of like this inappropriate racist behavior. And let's just examine it from a humor perspective. Right? I'm trying to think of it as like a comedian. I'm a comedian. And I'm like, oh, it's just not funny. Like, I understand what he was trying to do, but the ripcord should have been pulled before he fucking uttered a sentence. Like, in his brain, he should have been processing. Like, is this good? Is this funny? And, no, no. You know in your brain 
this shit's not funny. I get that sometimes you take a chance on stuff, but you know what? You take a chance on jokes at like open mics where there's 10, 15 people in the room and a lot of the shit doesn't fucking matter. If you eat dick, it doesn't fucking matter. You don't take chances on fucking racy material when you're on a goddamn morning show. Now, I can't lie. I don't know how popular this morning show is, but you figure there's thousands of people listening, right? And I'm sure they podcast it, you know, and they replay it. People can listen to it whenever the fuck they want. Later, Lederman said he apologized for it. He's like, I could easily see how someone could be offended by that. I get that. It sounds terrible, and it is terrible. He's saying it because he got fired from the morning show. Apparently, the Sabres, he got fired. Apparently, he did stuff for the University of Buffalo. Thank God he owns the comedy club. He can't get fired from that. He is the only person uh, that can't, he cannot fire himself. I mean, I suppose he could, but whatever. There you go. I, um, it, originally, it was uh, tweeted out by uh, the Buffalo Bills reporter, ESPN Buffalo Bills reporter, uh, Marcel Luis uh, Jacques. And uh, I, I, I want to uh, play for you the uh the clip the 45 second clip of it okay hold on a minute i'm sorry i'm having computer problems you all know i suck with the computer so uh let me do that let me do this make sure everything's going all right here we go hopefully what, what so what is your what, what, what's level? the number it's, I think it's, it's, a, it's probably a seven ish six, oh six to seven probably seven so I think he, they were talking about, like, how dark do you set your toaster to? So 6, 7 is pretty dark, because I think it goes to 10. Most people are probably, like, 5 or less, right? So there you go. All right, let's continue. And I may, may get into trouble for this. I have them to the attractiveness of women that I find. See, he, right off the fucking bat, he's like, I might get in trouble for this. So he fucking knows. What a fucking idiot. Be attractive. <laughs> so I'll go, I will never go to a Serena Williams level, but I'm very comfortable with, like, uh, uh, I'm very comfortable at uh, a Halle Berry level. Okay. I need a, a, a little bit of mulatto still coming through. It can't be, Not you know, quite what, Gail can't. See, none of this shit is funny. No, Gal King is not even in on my on my toaster level. It wasn't fun. Not even his co-hosts are laughing at what he's saying because they're like, "Oh shit, you're fired. We're getting fired. Everybody's fired. Uh, people, uh, uh, advertisers pulled money from them. So everybody got in fucking trouble for it, right? Like if the co-hosts have been suspended." I don't know what the fuck they're going to do in the morning. I'm assuming they're going to play best of, or maybe they'll just play fucking music. It's classic rock, 97 rock. Here's some bad company, which I uh, can't lie. Technically, I do like bad company. I've seen them in concert a couple times. It's been fucking forever. 
Uh, like I said, the University of Buffalo said uh, the University of Buffalo Division of Athletics is committed to sustaining a culture of diversity and inclusion and strongly denounces racism in all forms. Rich Gansler is not currently under contract with UB Athletics. We will move forward with the selection of another public address announcer. So fucking the guy didn't even say it. He got fucking fired from shit. Uh, and apparently uh, they're going to fire him from the Sabres and Bandits. He was the uh, in-arena host. Wow. Crazy. That's just crazy. I mean, I, it's deserving. It is deserving. Uh, he goes... This is more from Liederman. He said his words were guilty of ignorance as opposed to malicious intent. Was it stupid? Yes. Was it funny? No. It was embarrassing once I heard it. Um, man, uh, how can he even call ignorance on that too, man? Like, in this day and age, um, you need to be fucking aware of what the fuck you're saying. Like, you're talking about a minority, and then you're talking about a woman... I'm like, you're just asking for it. So yes, apparently here, uh, he worked for 24 years alongside Buffalo broadcasting legend Larry Norton, Snorton Norton, where he became a fixture on the radio and acted with charities both in his work as a businessman and broadcaster. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's fucked. He's fucked. I mean, I, I can't imagine this fucking idiot will ever get a job in radio again. I actually, I called a friend of mine uh, who worked in Buffalo radio. And that's, I met her when she was, she was doing like afternoon radio. And then she got a job in Charlotte as a morning host of a country station. So country's huge in Charlotte. And Charlotte's a pretty big city. Charlotte's probably, uh, what do you say, top 20 cities in this country. It's pretty big. And country, I'm assuming, is probably the most popular uh, form of music, genre of music. And she was down there like 10 years as the morning host, her and uh, some dude. And I was talking with her because she's now back in Buffalo. And I was asking her, this was before I even knew it was Rob Lederman, because we both know Rob Lederman. I was like, hey, did you hear about this? And she's like, no, I didn't hear about it. And uh, I was like, well, what do you know about Buffalo radio? And she's like, well, people never fucking leave. She's like, people are there forever. And it's true. I haven't lived in Buffalo in like 20 fucking years, 21 years. And uh, there are still people on the air there. It's just very weird. It's weird to me. I was like, I enjoy a certain level of loyalty. But the problem with loyalty is sometimes you become blind to the ineptness of whatever you're loyal to, to the awfulness, to the blandness. And I'm not going to lie, Buffalo Radio is shit. When I go home, I don't, I generally, I don't listen to Buffalo stations. I listen to Canadian stations and Buffalo being right on the border. Uh, broadcast signals just fucking zoom across the lake. I'm able to get a station out of Hamilton, Ontario. And uh, there's a great station out of Toronto, 102.1 The Edge, in the 
the one out of Hamilton is a 97.7 Hits FM, but it's not hits and like pop hits. It's hits and like rock hits. So rarely listen to Buffalo Radio, and I would never listen to fucking Morning there. So is he a fucking idiot? Fucking goddamn, yeah, he is. And I just fucking laughed. I cannot lie. I laughed when I heard it was him because he's shit. He's shit. I know a lot of people are like, oh, he's done a lot of good for the community. I'm like, yeah, I suppose so. But he fucked himself. God damn, he fucked himself so hard. What a fucking idiot. What a goddamn idiot. So, all right, everybody, it's a short one today. I got shit to do. That's why it's uh, early. And uh, I, got, I got some shit to do tonight, so it's even shorter. I apologize for that. So, uh, I'm going to ask you guys to do a couple things. Uh, first and foremost, I want you to listen to the another episode podcast. That's Matt Harper and Mandy Elaine. The two of them, they get together and they talk about movies that shaped their childhood. They drop new episodes every Wednesday. And uh, they always have a guest on this past Wednesday. Yesterday was uh, the movie Heavyweights and they had guest Pat Siebert on. And Pat Siebert did a top five of uh, candy bars. And uh, I'm not going to lie, I have a fucking problem with his top five. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Hold on a second, everybody. I apologize again. This wasn't necessarily something I was going to fucking talk about. But uh, here the fuck I am. I'm going to try to fucking talk about it. And I got to fucking find it. And uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold your horses. Okay, here we go. I found it. Pat's top five candy bars of all time, starting number five, Hershey Almond. Can't lie, good candy bar. I actually had one today. Number four, Heath Bar. See, right, right there, Pat can go fuck himself. Nobody eats Heath Bars. They're awful as shit. Number three, whatchamacallit. Can't lie, decent candy bar. Haven't had it in forever, and I wouldn't even fucking know where to find it. I haven't seen one of those in forever. Number two, Take five. Again, good candy bar. I haven't seen it. I don't know where the fuck I can buy it. And then number one, peanut butter cups. Peanut butter cups are fine. Are they candy bars? Is a peanut butter cup a candy bar? I don't think it's a fucking candy bar. If it's a candy bar, then Junior Mints are candy bars. And I ain't gonna lie, I'll fucking take a Junior Mint over a peanut butter cup every day of the week. So, uh, he, where the fuck is Snickers, bitch? Huh? You fu no fucking way, Pat Sievert. And then, uh, I, I'm not gonna lie, my, one of my favorites of all time, Fifth Avenue Bar. Fucking great fucking candy bar. Love it. So, uh, Pat's top five is shit. And he gave honorable mention to Twix. Twix sucks. Not gonna lie. Awful. Uh, but every Wednesday they got new episodes. I'm going to actually be recording one with them tomorrow. We're going to be talking about Total Recall, the Arnold Schwarzenegger classic. You can watch it if you have Netflix. It is on Netflix. I don't know if it's anywhere fucking else, but, uh, go give it a watch. Go listen. It might be next Wednesday. I'm not sure if he's putting this one in the can or if he's going to release it right away. I'll let you guys know when I know. So there we go. So go listen to another episode podcast. They're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can see Pat's list because he listed about 10. He fucking said no way to fucking uh, Nestle Crunch, Milky Way, Butterfinger, 
Fast break. I don't even know what the fuck fast break is. Motherfucker. Uh, then I want you to go to Facebook and I want you to go check out the Sunday Slaw. That's Adam House and Stephanie Booms. The two of them get together and they talk about coleslaw. What a weird thing to talk about. But they talk about coleslaw. They film it. They put it up. And uh, there you go. They love their coleslaw. Adam makes real awful fucking jokes today. He did today. He, and, and he said, uh, meat salespeople are the worst. And he spelled worst W-U-R-S-T. And uh, I told him I was going to unfollow them on Facebook as a result. But uh, go check out the Sunday Slaw. Hit the like button if you could, please. Ignore Adam's bad puns. Then go check out uh, Blissful Cravings, Crafts, and Gifts. It is a small businesswoman making her way. She can uh, make you some baked goods. She made Jamie and I some uh, brownies and uh, choco bombs and things of that nature. So go do that. Go like her page. Hit the like button. Blissful Cravings, Crafts, and Gifts. Hit her up. See what she has to offer. Uh, and buy something from her. Help out a small businesswoman. And then last... Last but not least, I want you to... Uh, Colby's River Treat is out. Mark, the owner, has told me. He's like, it's fucking gone. We're, we're not doing it anymore. I'm like, okay, that's fine, man. I'm sorry to hear that. You know, I fucking was trying to pimp that shit out. And uh, there he goes. But, uh, so he's got other things, other projects for uh, Colby's River Retreat. But instead, somehow he became involved with a donut shop in Forney, Texas, a suburb of Dallas. It's called The Whole Thing, H-O-L-E. So go like their fan page on Facebook too, The Whole Thing Donut Shop in Forney, Texas. Hit the like button. And then if for whatever fucking reason you're in Dallas, go hit them up. Go have some donuts. It looks like it's uh, kind of like a um, a fancy schmancy donut place. But uh, go get yourself a donut. Go support them. Go hit the like button. Go do all that stuff, okay? Do all of that. I appreciate it. Uh, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow on the Patreon. I got a second job interview. Uh, I'm going to be doing a Zoom with somebody, and then I'll be recording uh, the podcast as well, another episode podcast. So tomorrow's a pretty busy day for me. So, but uh, consider subscribing to my Patreon if you guys could. Just five bucks a month. It's, uh, it's If you like this podcast, which clearly you must if you're listening to it, I literally get sixes of people to listen every day. Sixes. I don't mean to brag. Sixes. So if I... You can just give me five bucks a month. I would appreciate it. Trust me. I need it. I'm, I don't want to sound like I'm begging, but fuck, I can use it. So one less uh, Starbucks coffee for you. Uh, one less donut at the whole shop. And uh, there we go. So uh, you guys are great. I will talk to you tomorrow or I will see you on Monday for the next freebie. Okay. See you. Bye.